Hello and welcome to the Product Coach Podcast. My name is Serge and thank you for joining us on this journey to explore the domain of product management and having a successful career as a product manager. Episode 7, Product Communication. It's all about the narrative. Product managers, we all get bogged down and excited with the intricacies of our products. Getting into the minor details, technical specifications, architecture, design and user experience. We often forget about thinking through how to communicate what the product does, who is it for, how it solves problems, what the end user benefit is. So why do we do this? Well, sometimes we think it's the job of the marketing folks and the sales team to determine this and then package it all up nicely. I used to think about it this way as well. And over time, after many experiences in life and at work, I realized that the communications around the product and the articulation of the product proposition was not doing the product enough justice. And it's really up to the product manager to drive it through. So let's start with an illustration. A great example of storytelling is if you compare any Apple product with its competitors. Just look at the MacBook Pro 16, which recently came out. Look at the product launch collateral on their website. They talk about how the computer will be used by various professionals to simplify their workflow. They feature musicians, producers, artists. There is a story behind each person's use of the MacBook Pro 16. Now compare it with any other laptop manufacturer's product catalog. In most cases, it talks about the technical specifications like the CPU frequency, the RAM, the various other technical jargon and technical components. They don't talk about how you can achieve more through the use of their products. At best, they may say for gamers or content creators. Whereas Apple really makes you imagine what you can do with their products. Apple, however, drives that conversation further through a well-thought-out narrative and product proposition, aspiring you to develop your skills further, save time and focus on the creative growth with the MacBook beside you, bringing you a sense of empowerment, incorporating the computer as part of your lifestyle. This level of refined and targeted product commercialization is inspiring, and I would say without a doubt that their narrative on their products is the best in class. Very similar to how car manufacturers pitch their cars in television commercials. Don't let others define the narrative. Everyone sees things in life a bit different. Ask someone to describe a room and the person will give you one description, which will be very different from what another hundred people would say. It's all about how we interpret and describe things to others, and often this changes one person to another. This holds true when it comes to describing the product and its proposition. If you don't create the basic product artifacts, you will notice that people run away with their own interpretation and imagination on what the product does and what it can do. Your job as a product manager must extend to owning the message that you deliver to your customers and internal stakeholders.
if you don't define it, someone else will and might do it in such a way that the real benefits of the product don't come out shining. You often just have that one shot with the customer. Make your product shine the way you intended it to be and own that narrative. It's okay to change your narrative. Building out a narrative for your product can take time and experience. It's okay to evolve your narrative. As your product sells more, you may encounter that customers see another benefit which you didn't think about. There could have been a totally different angle to build out your product proposition, which you may not have conceived at the time you first wrote down the details about your product. It's okay to pivot your messaging. That's what great product managers do once they know what the bite in the product is and the hook which is drawing customers in. When you're in the retail consumer space, it's a bit harder to change the messaging if you have various advertising and marketing campaigns that are locked in. This is why some people run product pilots to fine-tune and curate the messaging before a large launch. Incorporate your insights that you have gained. Storytelling is all about taking the audience through a journey. You could use anecdotes, use of feedback, market trends as cues to incorporate into your storytelling to drive a stronger message to your audience. Remember, the narrative for your product is not just for consumers. It's also for your internal teams. The internal audience will need a different narrative around your product as they may be key decision makers who will determine whether you get the resources and the necessary support for your product. A good articulation of your insights can create a compelling story for your company to support you. Instill fear into the story. There are some products which start with selling fear to the customers. Insurance is one classic example. There are other types of fear which could be incorporated in your narrative, such as market loss, new products from competition, changing customer behavior, obsolete technology, lack of scalability, slow pace, slow pace of reaction. Bringing these into your narrative also brings you credibility as you're now thinking not just about the product, but how it will fit into the wider context. Management does not always know what's happening in the market. Bringing these negative and positive cases into your narration will enlighten them. Often product managers may prefer to hide these external factors as they may be asked the question, why was this not brought up before? How could you have let us be in this situation? Think about the future. Sometimes a narrative may need to provide a glimpse of the future so that the customer feels confident that the product will still be suitable for them to use. Tech companies do this well by talking about their specifications so the person knows that there is a feature in there, for example, say Bluetooth, which the person may not be using today, but knows that the product can be used in the future to pair up with a set of Bluetooth speakers. I can recall a classic case in the camera industry. Many years ago, when an amateur photographer needed to pick up a camera system, the most often choice was to go with either Nikon or Canon. One of the deciding factors to go with Nikon was that Nikon has a proven history of making their lenses compatible with all of the SLRs and DSLRs. 
as they kept the mount the same. This was not the case for Cannon, who had different mounts over the years. Sometimes the design decisions that you make can make all the difference. Look at the Apple Lightning cable. It's still not USB-C. Thank your collaborators. The more senior up the organization you need to communicate, the more strategic the narrative should be. If you have built a product by partnering up with other parts of the organization, it's a great way to plug in that collaborative message into the narrative. There is nothing better than being a team player who brings the entire team together when communicating the launch and success of a product. This also benefits your own career growth as you would stand in good stead to be picked as a product lead for another initiative. Show your creative side in how you solve the problem. It's quite exciting to showcase how a particular feature has been built or a design challenge has been overcome in your product. Try and avoid being too technical when you need to describe this in your narrative. Use layman terms to demonstrate how certain things were done so that the messaging ends by being consumed by the majority. You may need to have a separate narrative to address the technical aspects for those who specifically want to get under the hood and talk to you about the nitty-gritty. Tailor to your audience. You would have now realized that the narrative for your product is not a single message. It's multifold, where you need to have a different product narrative for each stakeholder that you engage with. Each audience is looking for something else when they read about the product and its proposition. They are primarily concerned about, in simple terms, what's in it for me? Why should I be spending time on this? Sounds a bit harsh, because all the internal audiences are from your own company, but the truth is you're taking a few minutes of their time. The messaging also changes to your customer if there are language barriers which need to be crossed. The way you describe the product in English could vastly differ if you were selling it to another language. It may not be as simple as just doing a translate. You might need to engage with someone locally to understand the culture and their way of thinking and interpretation. So summing it all up, personally learning about the importance of the narrative is something I discovered early in my career because I had to deal with customers all the time. The discovery was quite accidental when I was writing up frequently asked questions to guide customers and how to use the product. In that early stage of my career, my focus was on sharpening the narrative for customers and I assumed that the internal narrative within the organization was always there and it was a given that everyone knew everything about the product. So I thought I didn't need to specifically go out of my way to create a tailored narrative for the internal stakeholders. I believe the reason was that in the end, that the selling of the idea was actually happening by my senior management to the executives. I was merely focused on execution, delivery, and being obsessed about delighting the customer. Over time, as I progressed through my career, the focus my narratives took began to be more internally focused as I needed to get my ideas across to the wider organization to galvanize the support to make an idea into reality. Of course, having narratives for customers still remains a top priority for me so that 
they understand everything about the product. Zeroing in on the messaging takes time and cannot be forced. An element of design thinking also comes into play as you muddle through the crafting process. Have the patience to write and rewrite your narration. Let it also transform. Let it slowly build out into a message which you can recall at any moment. You may have to convey the narratives in an impromptu setting. Be comfortable with the narrative and be prepared to pivot the messaging as you see fit. Most importantly, believe in the narrative so that it comes across to the audience in a very genuine manner and it showcases that you truly and immensely believe in your own product. As a takeaway exercise, the next time you see a memorable advertisement, think about the narrative which was given to you and think about the product in mention. Think about what part of the messaging brought you closer to the product and gave you the sense of meaning and appreciation. Record the learnings and keep practicing. You can do this for a number of products, even managed by your company or from your competitors. Sometimes the narrative is all that separates a great product from a good one. Thank you for listening to the Product Coach Podcast. You can see other podcasts on theproductcoach.net.